first off, we're going to start out by singing the song. We're dancing on our own again. But the fellas are back. Week six. We got G-Stick here, as always, with Scal and James. Had to give a little shout out to the sillies there. That was as a we uh, did open. what we had to do in the first You caught me off guard with that intro. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, like, where, I was that. like, where the hell is he going with that one? <laughs> Had had to pay a little homage there. Coming at, coming out of the intro song, I probably could have been a little more vocal, but hey, it was it was the it was the thought that counts. But enough baseball. Well, I am going to the game tomorrow, so I'm jacked up about that. But no, I, let's that, talk. Let's, let's talk baseball for two minutes. The fighting fills are absolutely back. That, oh, dude. That, that was that, uh, a beatdown. Oh, dude, they just showed they're just bad boys. Did you see Bryce just staring down oh. Arcea at all game? That was maybe the most badass run I've ever seen. Dude, he literally hit that into three decks off. I mean, that thing was going to touch the fucking moon if the and stadium you know, didn't stop it. And you know what's the great part about it? Like, so obviously WIP over in northern Delaware, Philly area, Jersey area, here – it's all Atlanta Braves sports radio talk. Oh. And they were talking so much shit yesterday. And I was just like, ah, you know, I can't really say nothing. They got game two. But, you know, you you know what it's like in Philly. You know what it's like in the bank. And they're like, I hate I hate Bryce Harper. I can't wait to tune in tomorrow to see what they have to say. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be rocking up there tomorrow. Hopefully we yeah, can gonna... clinch it at home. Stadium Ranger on the bomber in the DS. Yeah, they got they they got to leave him in a little bit longer than what three innings that he did last time in the wild card. I think they yeah. got what they needed out of him in the wild card, but I think he was Dude. pitching well enough. No, that wasn't was the that, wild card. That was the series. So it's, that was it's the, that was game one. That was game one. Yeah, was that game one? Dude, game, it's the game same one pitching matchup. Oh shoot! Who's their stud on the Braves? Who's on the bump tomorrow? Strider. I didn't. Yeah, I will good. say one thing I didn't like about the Sillies fans tonight is they they gave him a little fuel when they started. I, I, we I said the, 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 the or or even the chop. I didn't mind the chop the first time, but then when after like it was yeah. eight to nothing or eight to one, and they're still doing it, I'm like, all right, now we're kicking kicking these guys while they're down. Like after Bryce, go for it. But we're starting to give them bullets more material so now. Two very noticeable. Actually, I guess three very noticeable differences from this year is one, obviously we got Trey Turner. Two, Nikki Cass is hot. Yeah. And Great. three, well. Boom and Stott are way better like players than they were last year. So. I mean, yeah. one through seven is this is this is like oh eight where one through seven is a scary tall task for any pitcher. Trey made some excellent plays in the field tonight yeah. too. Yeah, I got chill. Yeah, bounce back from the game. I've had night. chill since we started talking. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, dude, red red uh, October, we're here. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So that that's that's our baseball spiel. Let's go into week six of the NFL season here. Um, Scal, let's let's just get right into the meat and potatoes after that. Yeah, absolutely. So a little disclaimer here. You know, we'll go through the games. There's not many prop bets up as of right now due to G Stick having to go to the game tomorrow. You know, a little schedule conflict. We're we're doing this a little bit earlier this week. So we're gonna we're gonna tell you who we like, who we think will have a good game, and then sprinkle in some prop bet action all the lines are up they could move but as of right now that's what we're doing it as and then stay tuned for the 
greatest lock. We'll have that on our social media. So heading into Thursday night, we have Broncos plus 10 and a half at the Chiefs over under 47 and a half. James, what do we have injury wise? Yeah, let's go to the injury report. So for Thursday night, obviously the big headliner is Kelsey. It just says questionable for Thursday's game. Practice reports on a short week haven't been great, but it is a short week. If I had to guess, he's not playing. That's just my two cents on it. Just because because it's a short week and because of who they're playing, I I don't want to bash them. I I made a promise to a friend I'd be nicer to the Broncos, but – yeah, it, it kind of makes sense that he they would rest him. It's a long season, and the Chiefs are basically like the Patriots of old, where it's like they don't give a shit about the regular season. It's prepare for the playoffs. So wouldn't shock me if he doesn't play. Other than that, Greg Dolchis might not play. It doesn't really matter. Javante should play. Javante Williams of the Broncos, but we'll see how he's doing after the injury. So just keep an eye out for him. It still might be a Jaleel McLaughlin game, but that's about it as far as as far as injuries. Cool. So let's let's head into your pick. Let's let's do you first, and then we'll we'll swing it over to stick. Yeah, I no shocker. I I it's Chiefs minus ten. I'll take them any line just because they fucking own the Broncos. I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes has never lost. It's a big spread, but it's Chiefs at home in prime time, and I I, I can't. I'll never bet against the Chiefs at home, especially against the Broncos, who they co-own. <laughs> so much for being nice. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> that was about as nice. That was about as nice as I could be. <laughs> and what's I'll be nice. I'll be nicer. Chiefs. I Chiefs are just. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, say my ahead. prop bet real quick. I have Rasheed Rice touchdown plus one ninety five. I'm kind of guessing Travis Kelsey won't be there, and Rasheed Rice has been pretty good as of late. It might be like kind of the next option after their run game and Travis. So that's fine. Go ahead, say. Yeah, I'll just be nicer. Chiefs are a perennial powerhouse. They're a night. They're the way better team. They're gonna win this game. And Kelsey not playing is kind of shocking. He did it's have not, props. He's not yeah, it's not. I know. It's just, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just what you think. He did have props up, so that makes me tend to think he might suit up. But you never know with that. Um, makes my prop look a little nicer. Rasheed Rice over thirty and a half receiving yards. Um, I like that even if Kelsey plays, but if he doesn't, that'll probably go up. But that's what it's at right now. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't think the limited practices means as much. I, I get it that they did limited practices because of the short week. He's not going to put in full practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, he's got a number one podcast to do every night, too. So <laughs> do they record every <laughs> night, these guys? I don't, I don't I, know, man. I see, like, new material well. out about stuff that happened 24 hours ago already up. I have the Chiefs, and I, I have them with giving the points away. Who knows? The, the Broncos might be in the tank for Caleb Talks here as well. I like, they don't have a first round pick. Oh, that's right. They don't have the next three first round picks. Good on you, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Willie. We tried to be nice. So Pacheco, I have I'm a Pacheco owner. I don't normally like to bet my guys over their yards just because I'm the black cat and my luck. He won't have a good game, but if there's a game that he gets over his total yards, 89 and a half, it's this one. 
So I, I have Pacheco over 89 and a half yards, and I, I hope he gets over 100 yards because I need all the help I can get with my team. So who else Who else in this one? Like Mahomes, obviously, you're playing. Yeah, we'll do Chiefs first. It's Mahomes and even if Travis – if Travis plays, you put him in. Even if he's on a snap count or they pull him early, like 25% of Kelsey is better than 90% of the tight ends. That's true. That's very true. Mahomes, Pacheco, you might sprinkle in Rasheed Rice because of the Kelsey not playing, or you got a couple bye weeks coming up. Who who's on a bye this week? Did we go over that? No, I know Green Bay. I know Green Bay. Steelers and Packers. I think that's it. Oh wow! So a little one. So we went from a big one. Next week is the is the big is a big one. It's like six teams. All right, and then on the flip side, are you playing Javonta Williams if he plays? Probably not. I wouldn't want to, especially in a game like this where they're going to be presumably down. That's already not great. He might be splitting with Jaleel McLaughlin. Like, I I feel like I I feel like there are other running backs you can maybe lean on, but. I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel great, especially after Thursday. He puts up a dud, and then you go into Sunday with a running back that got you two points. Like that doesn't feel great. Yeah, I think he yeah, possibly him possibly coming back hurts their whole backfield in this game. All right, so then you figure that they're going to be down with a big spread. So what about the receiver Sutton and Judy? I feel it's, like <laughs> it's tough to say. It's, just, it's tough to say when you don't have someone to compare him to, you know. Like, give us a comparison, pick, James. Pick one of them. I I would say like if you had if I had to choose one, I'd say Judy, just because he's. Been, but they're almost back to back for me. Like I I there's to get to give one. I would I would think about playing that rookie from the Colts, Josh Downs. Like I would almost want to play him more. Like there's guys like that that I would say I want to play above them. Chiefs defense yeah. is also pretty good. It's not like this is going to be like a shootout blowout. Like yeah, they they, could... they they held. I mean, granted he got hurt last week, but they held before he got hurt. Jay Jeff to three for twenty eight because yeah. they keyed in on him. So, well, let's let's uh, let me throw some names on Judy and let's see where we have him at. Actually, here's a good one: Rasheed Rice or Judy? Judy or. Mm-hmm. Wow, that came right out. I would say Rasheed Rice, personally. I think I'd still go with Judy because of the amount of times they're going to throw compared to maybe the Chiefs, but I don't love that. How about uh, how about K.J. Osborne right off the waiver wire compared to Judy? K.J. Yeah. I tend to agree. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, ooh, Drake London. Drake London against Washington at home. Drake. Drake London. Yeah, so, like, that's the level we're talking about. I think you can find better options. Uh, So that's almost a full bench Broncos. Yeah, sorry, Willie. We really, really, really tried (laughs) to be nice. It's just... (laughs) It's just not in the cards this this week. Maybe next week. Maybe you have a better matchup next week. But okay, so that's our Thursday night game. There were props out for that. Like I said, there's not many out as of right now, but we'll move on to my beloved Titans over to Pond in London against the Ravens, minus four over – Ravens are minus four, that is, over under 
40 and a half James. Any injuries to speak of? Yes, let me take a quick gander. So Odell Beckham of the Ravens was a limited practice participant when he practiced on Wednesday. It seems like he's going to play. Uh, and Traylon Burks of the Titans, he didn't practice Wednesday. So keep an eye out if he practices again before the game. Before the game, maybe he plays, but already not off to a great start. So he, it's really just those two as of right now. I don't love that they're not over there yet. Both they're, of them are just the Titans. No, the Ravens are over there. The Titans are not over there yet. Oh, I think Bryce. they go out tomorrow. So I don't love that. We saw what happened with the Bills last week. And I'm only going Titans plus four because I'm a homer. However, keep in mind what I said earlier in the season. They are horrible against the uh, a running quarterback. And Lamar is one of the best running quarterbacks there is in the league. So be careful of that. They have like a little rivalry going too between the Titans and the Ravens. So it'll get it'll be a chippy game. Just watch for watch out for that. And when it gets chippy, I think Lamar tends to be a little bit better. So I have the Titans plus four just because of the on-off week. This is supposed to be an on week, so we'll go with them. And I have Marky Mark over 53 and a half receiving yards. Stick, what do you have? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna buck the trend and say it's not gonna be an on-off weeks for the Titans. I feel like it's kind of been on off for the Ravens too, and they need to get something more consistent going. And I think they're the better team. And Lamar should be able to pretty much have his way with them. Lamar had, I was watching highlights. Lamar had a great game last week. There was a lot of great game and a lot of shit that didn't go his way. Like they should have won seven drops the the most in the last like five years or something like that. So you want to hear a funny, funny stat, not even a stat, but you know, who goes up against Lamar Jackson this week? You, me. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to. I might have to start seeing who's who's playing you in fantasy, and just right? maybe that'll be my greatest. I'm lot. telling you, I'm telling you, man. Like here we go again. A bounce back game is needed out of a quarterback, and what better way to do it and get right than playing the Titans and B Scal in the same week? Yeah. So going off that, I have Lamar over his 42 and a half rush yards as the prop. That's pretty low to to me for him any any week, especially since Scal's told us every week that they don't do well against scrambling quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> let's just flip, flop, flip right back to me. I have a Titans plus four. Now, I will say, because let's well, I'll be transparent with you and the listeners, I didn't know this was in London, and the fact that the Titans aren't at home, kind of hurts a little bit um but i'm on the i variable is great off a loss and i'm just going to trust the fact that this might be a rock fight so i'm hope i'm hoping it's almost it's an under game in which case i'll take the points in an under game titans are frisky and we'll see how that goes but i don't know but uh i i didn't find any props i like but i we'll 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 talk about it in the fit in the fantasy portion of this but i i think I think Mark Andrews did for a big game this week, personally. So I'll go off with Scow's prop was. So over 53 and a half. All right. Sure. Get on that, get on that bandwagon there. 
All right, so do you want to do a fantasy implication? Stick, why don't you lead us off on that one? All right, Ravens, you're playing Lamar, no doubt. Mark Andrews, no doubt. Zay Flowers, no doubt. No doubt. I think Should we play the game? See yeah. where we have him? I think he's in line for a, a, a bounce back, honestly. But let's pull up. Well, let's even pull some up of the names you said already. Zay Flowers or Drake London. Zay Flowers, right? Yeah, for sure. I I think you got about a, a, I think you have to go up a notch of yeah. receivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna let's let's look at uh let's look at oh Mike Evans against Detroit. Well, mm. if he plays, I'm playing Mike Evans. Yeah. Fair enough. How about ooh, there's a good one. Christian Kirk against Indianapolis. I think I like Christian Kirk a little bit. Yeah, I do like Christian Kirk better too. I think it's it just, just a notch me, below that. I it gave me bad vibes. Just the Ravens offense didn't look great. It was drops, but like and hopefully they'll bounce back. I'll give you a good one. T. Higgins or Zay Flowers. If Zay T Flowers. Plays. If T plays. See, uh, I I think I that's just me being spiteful now. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I think I would play T just for the upside that T can have a 30 point game and Zay Flowers. We haven't really seen that yet, but Zay has a good floor when he's actually catching the ball. And Titans don't have a great pass defense. As scouts, they might totally they good. they might sit Christian Fulton this week too. So we yeah. might have a practice uh, then, squad. <laughs> then Zay, I, th- I think Zay is easily a flex and maybe even a wide receiver too. It seems like if we're throwing out kind of around that those names. Fair enough. Titans, you're playing big horse. Hold on, we got to oh, Ravens. We got to talk about the backfield real quick. Oh, yeah. uh, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. I. Last week, Justice Hill took over the snaps of the backfield for the first time. Justice Hill is slightly younger. Justice Hill is getting more of the passing work. I think if you had to make me choose between both of them, I think I would be a Justice Hill guy. Uh, Yeah, so I will be the first to tell you that I was on the Gus Bus train. However, the last couple of weeks, especially last week, he got Justice Hill got in the end zone. I I think I flip flop right back to Justice Hill. Yeah, I would agree. So like with Justice Hill or we just talked about like Javante Williams or Jaleel McLaughlin. I would take Justice Hill over them. Well, it yeah, just right. it just depends because I know I'd beat a dead horse with this, but like the Titans rush defense all but last week they are good. Gave up very small numbers to people. And then, you know, Zach Moss had that big 60 plus yard touchdown run or whatever, and it kind of got skewed. But between those two, I think I would play Williams. Would you play? There was a guy that just got picked up. He's the running back for Arizona, Imari DiMarcado, if you happen to have both of them, because those were two waiver wire guys. I mean, I saw things about him. I, I didn't even know James Conner got hurt. So yeah, he's gonna be out a couple of weeks. <laughs> here's here's a good one. What about Jeff Wilson or Justice Hill for a friend? <laughs> Justice Justice Hill. 
Yeah, sorry. I saw that pick no, up today. Dude, he literally hasn't played football. No, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not playing. I don't have to play him. It's just just a question. Jeez. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me those softballs and not expect me to hit him out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a lefty. <laughs> so, all right. So that, that takes care of the Ravens and – for the Titans, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, and if you're stubborn, Chiggy. <laughs> if you're only, stubborn, only for the SOB. stubborn listeners. If you're a yeah. stubborn listener, go play Chiggy. If you're a loyal JT, I'm talking to you. If you're a loyal Titans guy that thinks Chiggy is just being underutilized and you still are going to play him until he has his breakout game, you're still playing him. Did Even you, if it's did, against. Did you say. Um... Taiji Spears, he, I think he's kind of playable somewhat. See, I don't think in these type of games, not when I you need of... you need a bruiser running back in this type of game. And historically, Derrick Henry plays pretty well against the Ravens. Like I, I would play Justice Hill over Taiji Spears, just because I think one's going to be yeah, it's the just featured a back pick. Then <laughs> it is. I mean, we're, look, we're. We're scraping the bottom of the dumpster yeah. right now for for people that are that are struggling to find an RB. Yeah, that's true. Deonta Foreman, if if Johnston Foreman doesn't go, yeah, I think I'm playing Deonta in a league. I'm bottom. I think Deonta's in for a big game. We'll talk about that when we get to the Bears. But I think he's gonna not a big game, but like a good game. I I think he's a line for it. All right, perfect. Good on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, was, Titans are pretty easy right now. Yeah, I think I think we waste a little bit too much time on the shit Titans. Uh, moving on to <laughs> who do we got next? We got the 49ers minus six and a half at the Browns over under 37 and a half. It is what the injury report is. Deshaun Watson due to be back? Well, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, Deshaun Watson did not practice Wednesday. Um, I'm pretty sure they they're on a bye week next week. Don't quote me on that, but I I believe that my my memory is correct. And they're playing the 49ers. I think he, I think he sits out honestly because he's he's he strained his AC joint. I think he's chilling right now. Not to call you out, but didn't they just have their bye week? Wasn't they just had their bye week? Then I was all then I'm off anyway. Uh, no, I don't I think could be so. Wrong. I think Deshaun. I think, I think they played, didn't they? No, I don't think so. Wait, no, I think Miles Garrett was out, and I benched him in a league. I think you guys are right. All right, so I was close to around it. Anyway, well, so that's what I'm not- saying. Like he had an extra week, so I I would think that he would be perfectly fine this week. I get it's more like so. Here's the here's the thing: the medical team cleared Deshaun Watson to play. He is kind of sitting himself out because that that shoulder is not feeling great. And if you're about to play the 49ers, wouldn't you maybe think, you know what? I might uh I might sit this one out, get myself, make sure that shoulder's feeling real fucking good and come back strong next week. So he hasn't practiced. If he doesn't practice the rest of the week, I don't think he plays personally. What's that scene in Grown Ups? You ready to fake an injury? Yeah. <laughs> Effort <laughs> <Heifer> legs. <laughs> they're they're all breathing ah, heavy. Ah. <laughs> um the other, the other uh, one, Brown side, David Njoku tight end. Uh, he didn't practice. Um, he has a face slash face slash hand injury. 
Oh, is that the the bonfire thing that he yeah, got hit he with got or something? Yeah, he got yeah. Um, he didn't practice Wednesday. Again, if Wednesday's not that big of a deal, but if they're not practicing, they're probably not. He he still might not play, but keep an eye out for that. Niners should be all good, um, except for Elijah Mitchell, but that's CMC's back to it. So who cares? Perfect. All right, so I'll just go. I'm a little bit different than you guys. I have. Granted, I didn't. I thought Deshaun would be playing, but I have the over 37 and a half. I don't see how the San Fran offense skips a beat in this one. They they look great. They look great against a good defense last week, which they made them look like a horrible defense in the Cowboys, aka the Fraud Boys. So I, I have the over. I can see San Fran getting that over by themselves, if we're being completely honest. There wasn't many props out here, so we'll we'll talk after our game picks of who we like number-wise and who, who's going to have a good game. But, James, we'll go to the West Coast, James, here for this next one. Who do you have? It's easy. It's Niners for me. It's under a touchdown. I'll let it ride. Maybe the Browns defense muddies it up, but – there doesn't seem to be any signs of stopping the Niners right now, so I'll 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 take the points and let it ride. Yeah, I think this is going to be an absolute shit kicking. I mean, like like Scal said, <laughs> I think it, the Niners can get it on their own, but if they but do this- get it on their own, like I I just took the six and a half because I can just easily see thirty one nothing or thirty five nothing. So does that line seem a little off though? If if Deshaun's not playing and he's not practicing, does the six and a half? Smell? I think it moves if they if they. I think I don't. I think they're projecting him to play right now. I think that's what the early lines are indicating. Because I agree with you, if Deshaun's not playing. How the fuck is that not over a touchdown? Well, even if he does play, it's still a little smelly. But I I, agree. I, I think CMC touchdown at minus one seventy smelly smelly too. The guy scored in 15 straight games. He's not going to score this game? Well, I think they're thinking that the Browns don't have a half-bad defense as well. So, But the guy scored in 15, you said, going to make yeah. 16. However, we can, we can talk about this now. I don't know if James even knows about it. We, me and G, traded away the beloved Christian McCaffrey today. Oh, yeah. What? Juicy news. Yeah. yeah. What? So, CMC is now off our team. We traded away CMC and Dallas Goodert for Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm We're dry- getting a live I'm, reaction. I'm, dry- I'm trying to, you know, digest this. Um, who is your backup tight end? Mark Andrews. Okay, well, that's okay. That makes sense. Goddard's useless. What about uh? Hey, that goes back to G. Shred. You draft two tight ends. <laughs> this is this is a this is the one running back league. By the way, you only need to start one. That is true. I, I do remember that. Um. Okay, I mean, it's Austin Eckler already had his buy. I agree. It's fair. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's not that crazy. I just I can't I can't envision a world I would ever let him go if I had him. Well, we're also what are we one in four? Yeah, we we need so we're one and four. We need a spark. We need a new spark. And I I texted Stick this morning. I was like, "Is it out of this world crazy to to trade away CMC?" And he goes, 
this is new for me. I, I would never <laughs> trade away. I was like, I, I agree. He's the best player in fantasy football right now. However, if we can get two absolute studs for someone that we can give up and still have a great backup, a.k.a. Mark Andrews, not even a backup, he's our starter. I think it was a it was something that we needed to do. And I'm kind of hoping that Tay Adams maybe you know, gets traded because he's he's been pretty unhappy. Yeah, but he's been he's been good. So if Jimmy G plays, good. he's fine, dude. Last week he was just coming off an injury. He's gonna be and then they, I mean they, and then Eckler they sat out for a bye and now he's coming back hopefully a hundred percent. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and he's Mr. Fantasy Football. He loves him I, some fantasy football. The, the fact that you guys were one and four maybe changed it a bit, but if I was the guy that got CMC, I'd be doing cartwheels in my house right <laughs> yeah. now. I, I think he was. I think I think he I think he looked at the trade and probably was like, holy shit, are these guys serious? Yeah, he accepted it pretty fast. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he probably you know, there's not through. many there's not many times you open up your app and see someone send Christian McCaffrey to you. Yeah, exactly. Oh my right. goodness. Heading into the fantasy stardom, CMC, obviously, unless you're an idiot and, and traded him away. Uh, George Kittle coming off a big week. Brock Purdy? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Load him up. Is he top five QB? Okay. So I'm going to have to score with somehow, the low, right? low over if, under. If CMC is minus 170, then maybe they're thinking they're going to pass some, man. But I think that I do like you said, that offense is just it's 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 like too good to stay away from at this point. Okay. So how about on the flip side with Amari, Elijah Moore, Deshaun if he plays? What do we think? Well, hold on. Before we move on to that, just back to Brock Purdy real quick. Brock Purdy or CJ Stroud? Mm. Would CJ Stroud play again? Houston, um, New Orleans. Um, ooh, Brock Purdy. Broke. I mean, that offense is so good. Like, <laughs> is he the? He might be the most convinced, consistent two fifty and two there is. Yeah, ceiling play would be CJ. I'll give you that. But yeah, Saints have a good day too. So very good, very good against the tight ends too. That's why I didn't pick up Dalton Schultz today. Yeah. Where do we uh, where do we see Brandon Ayuk and Debo? How are they stacking up? Are they just both automatic plays? So I was talking to Stick one day about this. I think Ayuk is like an on-off guy, like one, like like the Tyler Lockett of this year. Like Tyler Lockett could easily go for thirty-five, but then the next week go for five point whatever, or you know, five to ten points. I don't love it with the low over under again, if it's all San Fran, you got to expect them to have a good game though. Yeah. But I like where you drafted Debo, you're probably more inclined to like have to play him right now. You, you drafted pretty late. So like, let's say there was a team that had Brandon, Ayuk you can Chris Olave, like which one would you play? Sure. You know, Chris Olave is a question mark for me right now. I mean, the the last couple of weeks, like the first three weeks, he looked like, okay, wow, breakout again, like have a great year. And then 
ever since that injury happened, it's like it's dependent on Derek Carr, in my opinion. Yeah, so I think that's – I was going to say that it's the Derek Carr injury, right, that's probably keeping him back. I'd probably play Ayuk over Olave for your friend. For, uh, yeah, for I have a friend that's in this predicament. Greg muted himself. All right, well, I'll take Ayuk. Maybe not. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably stick with him. another boost cup. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you have San Fran players, play them. I mean, we can play the against other people. But, um, yeah, I mean, for the Browns, ooh, I mean, if Deshaun doesn't play, I don't want to touch anybody. Even if he does play, it's like maybe Amari Cooper. Only a maybe, not like a yeah, play him. Asking I for another friend, I would. I wouldn't be excited to play him. Let me put it that way. I mean, they're they're in tough. They're like they might not have their quarterback. Even if he plays, he's just coming off an injury, and then they're playing like the best defense in football. So, like, am I excited to play him? No, but I might be forced to. Like, if you had. Like Jordan Addison or Amari Cooper, I I I'm close to saying I'd rather Jordan Addison. It's close. I wouldn't even say that's close. Now now Jordan Addison's. I mean, Jordan Addison's role should drastically increase this week. It'll be interesting to see that. Hawk should have a monster week. Fuck you, Jordan. Right, here's one: Amari <laughs> Cooper or Drake London. See that's that's a really good one. I think I would say Cooper just because I trust in Cooper demanding the ball a little bit more. I don't think he'll get you zero regardless. That's fair. He has. I, I has he? Who, Cooper? I, I don't know about this year, but in the past. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. I mean, <laughs> I can only go off this year. All right, so we 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 all we all think it's the Niners slaughter. I'm hoping that the Niners cover the over by themselves. Basically, anything else? Oh, uh, yeah, Jerome Ford. I I would play. I would not play him against that defense. Yeah, if you're in running back shambles, got like I would play Justice Hill over him. I'd play maybe even Tajay Spears. Like we're kind of around that area of like he could get really swallowed up. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. But so the, like, thing, the thing that he has different than everyone else is that he's the main guy. So he's the main guy against one of the best defenses in the league, though. So, yeah, I think exactly. if you're, I mean, exactly. if you're in a running, if you got bottom of the barrel running backs, you're playing him, but you're not happy with it. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the Amari Cooper situation. Yeah, yeah it, I agree. Perfect. Going down to Miami, Miami minus 13 and a half against the Panthers over under 48 and a half. Any injuries to go over here? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, the the big one was A-Chain went on injured reserve Wednesday. He'll be out for four weeks. Um, Jeff Wilson did get did get activated. It was a limited practice participant, so he should play in what capacity we don't know. Um, and then for the Panthers side, um, Sanders is act is dealing with a shoulder injury. He didn't practice Wednesday, but he played last week. I think they rest him. Make sure he practices Friday. If he practices Friday, he'll probably play, but he's been splitting time, so that if that I think he's still nursing that injury. 
Yeah, I kind of even like Chuba better because Me too. I think they get him going in the passing game a little bit more than Sanders. However, my pick here, over 48 and a half, I think the Dolphins' offense is too good. And we've seen that the Panthers can score a little bit. They get Thielen involved more and more. Where is your level of confidence that Thielen can do this week over week? What it's he's growing. been doing. It's growing. And they're going to have to throw it this game. So this level, no, but like wide receiver two range. Fuck yeah. I mean, right now he's playing like a top 10 wide receiver. I don't think that. He is. He's in the top 10. He's number 10. Yeah. That doesn't shock me at all after like starting off super slow. So like, I don't know if he, there will be a lot of garbage time games and they just pepper him the entire time. So I think he's a very consistent wide receiver too. And if you got him, then that's an absolute steal. Yep. Yes, I mean sometimes he wasn't even being drafted. I feel like I feel like he was oh, just he definitely like, probably. Well, especially like after the first two weeks, ball. he probably got booted off the team for sure. Yeah. Like he was definitely a waiver wire pickup. Okay, and then you guys, who wants to go, Sticker James, and then you guys can. Yeah, I can go. Um, we have the same pick, but I just think the Dolphins keep it rolling. Um. They're gonna slaughter here minus 13 and a half. I I I don't know. If, if it goes up, I don't think I'd take anything over 14. I just like the the 13 and a half kind of pointage range. Um and then like we said, this should be a mostly dominated by Mostert backfield, right? So, yeah, so I, I, I pretty much like him to do anything, touchdown yards. Maybe bring touchdowns. back last week's bet of two touchdowns. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we're just a week <laughs> early. Maybe we're just Maybe. a week early. <laughs> that, that could be the case. I mean, he's probably – that trade's looking a lot lot less lopsided. Um, I got I got Dolphins minus 13 and a half. I actually didn't like the line when I first saw it. I, I was very close to maybe picking Panthers. It's just a lot of points. But it's Dolphins at home. They have a good – uh, they have the, like the best offense in football. Panthers have a decent D, but I, Bryce Love, aka Bryce Young, it's just until he really puts it together and makes a game close. Like I, I don't know. They just they keep getting boat raced, so I'm not going to bet against that. What do you What do you That's guys fair. What do you guys think about like this Mike McDaniel character? Are you liking his? I liking his. Um, I love love. You love I love him. him. Like <laughs> when they when they told him he, they scored the most points in five weeks in NFL history, he was like, "Oh yeah, that was our goal." <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a good guy. I mean, he was an absolute drunk too, so he got over all of that and good on him. I think he's like the absolute like we we mentioned it before. He's the absolute perfect coach for that type of team, the young team. I have. Uh, the yards aren't up yet, but whatever Tyreek's yards are over. I do have one question for James, though. Fantasy implication-wise. Huge. Let's hear it. Tua or Burrow this weekend? Ooh. Um, I currently have Burrow in just to see how it looks, and I think I'm going to end up switching to Tua, if I'm being honest. And then you're going to stack that with Waddle, I assume? That's part of the reason. Um. 
I don't think to Burrow's not going to have a good game, but I don't want to fall in the trap of like, oh, you played great last week. Just throw him in. Don't you know? Close your eyes and do it. Who cares? So, I I think this could be a Mostert week. Like, but I I don't I gotta I don't I just need more than ten points, and I think two is more of a lot. It could be a, it, who knows? It could be a Mostert late in the game, and then but the first half of the game is a two a week, right? So exactly. Uh, two yeah, I, I don't think you can go opinion. wrong. Yeah, so fire everyone up on the fins, basically. All the way. Yeah, yeah. easy. And Jeff Wilson, he, I say give him a week, but other than that. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I don't think – you hold on to him until Mostert gets hurt, basically, at this point, because historically this is when he doesn't hold up too well. And then for the Panthers, literally just Thielen – Mingo's not been bad though. He's been getting a couple targets. He's just not done anything with it. Yeah, I mean, what about maybe Bryce Young? If you need a quarterback, God, God no. No, I don't see. Like we talked about last week, that you have the bye week quarterbacks. With this week, only two teams. I think you can find. I played Gardner Minshew over him. God, Baker Mayfield. Baker, yeah, yeah, Sam Howe. Fair enough. Just Sam Howe. Like, just keep honestly keep it going unless your name's Zach Wilson or Mac Jones. Yeah, and we'll get into that Zach Wilson a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, as far as running backs, like, it's another one where I wouldn't feel great. I mean, Miles Sanders really is letting you down, and I'm like Scal said earlier. I think I'm close to playing Chuba over. Miles Sanders at this point. So if you if you're forced to play Miles Sanders, just you know, plug your nose and hope he falls into the end zone. But I wouldn't expect much. I think you could find some other some other guys out there that have a higher ceiling. Would you say Foreman over Sanders? That's a perfect one. And I would say Foreman all day. Even if Johnson plays? If Johnson plays, that does change, but I don't think Johnson plays. Okay. Fair enough. All right, moving on. Moving on. Here we go. Oh, perfect segue into the beloved Bengals. We have the Seahawks plus three at the Bengals over under 45. James, let me know. What is it saying about T. Higgins at this very moment? T. Higgins. Anyway, rib? His ribs, yeah. So he actually practiced on Wednesday, limited practice. I think he's in line to play then because they they wouldn't make him practice on Wednesday if he wasn't feeling better. So I think he's in line to play. Check the patch reports, but he should be good. Um, and then apparently Geno Smith popped up on the uh, injury report as well. Uh, but on Monday they said his knee was fine. So, uh, but he's questionable, right? I, you'll probably see a cue next to his name. He's gonna play now. He's gonna he's gonna be fine. Perfect stick. What do you got? There's a queue next to DK Metcalf, too, but I think that's cautionary. I didn't see it on here, but you go and I'll tell you what. I'm... Yeah, I like the over. Oh, he, did, he didn't practice Wednesday. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a regular thing now for going forward. He's he's all, He's been out there. I think it's just still the ribs lingering, but. In this game, I'm going to go with the over. I just didn't like the line either way in this one, the way each team's been playing. So I think there's going to it's going to be some kind of shootout here. 
they got every each team has a lot of weapons. I can also absolutely see it turning out the other way where it's 21-13, but I think I think there's going to be a good good amount of yardage and points scored here. Um with my prop bet of Gino throwing one and a half TD passes. So that's what I have. Yeah, I'm I'm right with you. I, I can see this going either way. Um if you if you gone to my head, if you maybe pick a line, I would I would take Seahawks plus three, but I actually love the over. I think the Bengals are trying to figure it out. I think the Seahawks played a lot of over games. They have some firepower. I I, I love this over. Yeah, I, I took the Seahawks plus the three points here. They're coming off a bye week, well-rested. Hopefully, did a lot of studying on the Bengals last week to see what went well for them. I'm sure they were tuned into that game. They saw Joe Burrow go off, so hopefully you know, they learned a couple of things. I like Kenny Walker over 64.5 rush yards in this. I, I even like him over 75. If you can tease it up a little bit, I think he's, again – he he's due for a long run. When I had him last year, the the opening couple weeks that I started him, he always like broke one for seventy yards. So I think he's due for a big run. I'm not saying he's going to get a seventy yarder, but if there's one of those props that has like Montgomery had last week over fifteen and a half longest run, I, I would hammer the hell out of that. So I love Kenny Walker this week. I think he has a big game. I think he also gets into the end zone. Fantasy-wise, firing up everyone from the Seahawks? I My only question would be Tyler Lockett, because I think DK, Kenneth, and even Geno, I think, are pretty decent plays. But Tyler Lockett, like G said, he's been boomer bust. Where, where, do we, where do you have him as? Is he a flex play? Is he a lock and load? Where are you guys at? Just Lockett, flex, if anything, yeah, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I agree with flex. If anything, I, I'm, I'm biased to this point. I hope JSN gets involved with this offense. He's, he just can't. I don't get it. I, <laughs> he's just not. I don't know if he's not getting the offensive scheme or what. But I'm hoping that this this off week, maybe him and Gino like study together or something. I, I, I'm just hoping if there's one week that he's going to come out and look like he knows what he's doing more, it's going to be after their bye week. So I'm hoping for a big jump for JSN this week. That's a flyer. That's like, that's like that's a CFS play. It's a, yeah, that's just boom. But I, I like that reasoning. So the Bengals, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, in some cases, Let's see. Jamar, obviously. T. Higgins, if he if T. Higgins plays, what do you think? Wide receiver two, or would you question mark the flex? I think you're playing him no matter what. Like if if you have him and he's playing. The upside's just too strong not to, because like he's just He's T Higgins. Like he can have those games. So sometimes you have to bite the bullet. Like if we're if we're around, like if you like you would play him like Jacoby Myers or T Higgins. Jacoby. Oh shit! All right, that's not what I was gonna say. Jacoby's been playing well. Yeah, scout. 
I think you found a home um, with the Raiders. I'm almost inclined to say Jacoby as well. How about uh, Jordan Addison or Tate? Hey. Who do they play? They play the The Chicago Bears. Bears. Jordan. How about uh, Amari Cooper or Tate? Tate. Okay. So, like, wide receiver to flex-ish. Yeah. He's got big game potential. And mix and play, Jamar play. I think Joe is – I don't know. He's like, playable. Like like, like, like we sure. said yeah. Like we said last week, most of the people out there that drafted Joe probably didn't get a great backup choice if they even drafted one because they felt so confident in him. So, if you have – Someone else that is playing better, like a Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy or Joe. Oh man, Joe only because I like this game's an over game, and I think Joe has bigger blow up potential. Brock is to me a two fifty and two all day. Maybe he throws an extra one. Okay, agree with last, that. Yeah, last last thing on this game. If this is anything like our Madden game last night, James. This is going to be a shootout and a lot of good fantasy players. <laughs> who 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 won that matchup? Who was who? Uh, I, I, I was oh the big He gave me my first. He gave me my first loss of my Madden career in this one. <laughs> who was who? He, he sucked the clock down all the way in the fourth. You must have been Kenny. Yeah, I was the I was Seattle. Yeah, DK well, I, big I, game. I had I had four picks in the first half with Joe Burrow, but then I I, I think Jamar had twenty for three hundred by the end of the game. <laughs> wow, T wow. zero catches. Wow. Oh, well, there you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dude, he runs decoy <laughs> routes in Madden. Don't yeah. don't throw it to T. He just runs decoys. <laughs> All right, great segue into the Colts Jags. A little, I I completely forgot about this stick. So good on you. A little revenge game <laughs> for Gardner Minshew. Colts plus four at the Jags over under forty five and a half. We'll go to the closet Colts fan with the injury update. James, what do we have, if anything? I keep forgetting about the injury guy. My man, oh, you, there it is. You sent us a text earlier today. This is this is new. I'm, <laughs> I have it. I just need to scroll and find them. They're not in the order that we have. I feel like I'm setting it up pretty well. Too. You are. I just I literally <laughs> right before you do it, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta find it. Um, Colt side, Anthony Richardson. He's actually gonna expect him to miss four to eight weeks. So it's gonna four be to eight for four to eight weeks now, and oh, may require my. surgery. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's he got fucked up. Um, nothing really else on the Colts side, Jag side, same thing. I mean, Zay Jones, he sat out Wednesday's practice. He hasn't played. He's not that relevant though. That's about it though. He he scores all the fucking touchdowns. I'll tell you that every time he's in. Not anymore. So I am going to go last here. Stick, go ahead. Yeah, I'm with James Colts plus four. It's the Minshew revenge game. So. He's been he's looked pretty well too uh, since he's been playing when he comes in and I think he even started a game right while a- a- Anthony Richardson was out and did okay. So yeah, against the Ravens, yep. So I think yeah, I do think it's it's the Colts. The Jags haven't 
been so impressive this year, but um, but I, I can see the overhitting too. Yeah, so go ahead, James. Let me know why you do the Colts, other than you're a closet fan. Uh, yeah, fair. Well, dude, I'm a closet betting Colts fan. I don't get why. Every spread I see them, they just it jumps off the board to me. I'm like, oh, they can cover that, especially with Richardson was playing. But even if he doesn't, Minshew revenge game, I'm not going to bet against those jorts. Jags haven't looked great. This is a division game. I just – I like the Colts here, plus four. I mean, I can see this being a three-point game. And I, I, I agree with Stick. I think the, I think the over is definitely in, in threat this week. All right, so I'm going to go with my theory that I had last week in the Falcons. Jags are coming back from London after being there for two whole weeks. So their bodies are in London time, legit. Unless they came back on a red eye after their game against the Bills, in which they they handled them pretty well last week. I don't know. It might be because of the backup quarterback situation, but like we said, Minshew's no slob. He, He... has wins under his belt in the NFL. He has starts. He has he has a resume a little bit. I don't know why the Jags are minus four. I'm taking the Jags minus four just because of that fact that I think that line, I think it should be honestly a one and a half line. So I'm taking the Jags minus four. Who do you think has a good game as far as from both sides on this? I, I know you referred to downs earlier. Uh, on the Colts, do you think he has a, a good game this week? I, I think he's in definite strong. Uh, he's another like flex type of guy, and I think he has some upside in the sense that he's a rookie. We still haven't seen like probably the best of them. Minshew is much more of a passer, obviously, than Anthony Richardson. So I think both him and Pittman are two good options because they're going to throw the ball a lot more. Just overall, like Richardson isn't going to steal any extra carries from from that team. So, you know, I I like Josh Downs. I think he's right in line with like I would play him maybe over Drake London if you need a if you need a ceiling play. I'd play him over Jerry Judy, like that kind of level of guy. I think he's a good play. Just letting you know, he is projected more points than Drake London this week. That's not surprising. So, question: What do you think? And this is for both of you. What do you think his over-under yards are going to be? Like 31 and a half? No, I thought it was going to be like 41. Really? Yeah, okay. I think it's going to be in the 40s, if, especially if they're projecting him how what he's projected. I think it's Minshew, too. I think Minshew changes that. All right. Do you see this being a big Johnny Taylor game? That's the other question. Is it Johnny Taylor or Zach Moss? Zach Moss. Yeah, dude, that's the hardest question. Like, what do you do if you have Zach Moss? Well, Stick can answer that because I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm playing him over Justice Hill. Anyone you might have picked up. Man. Okay. I would tend that's... to agree with that. Like, if anything, they're going to split the backfield, and I think they could easily – get somewhere between 10 to 15 touches each. All right. Uh, you convince me. I, I can ride. It's just, it's weird thinking, but they might roll in Johnny Taylor slowly. So, all right. I can, he's like an RB2 then. I can dig that. What about if you have Johnny Taylor, do you just throw him in? Like, you've been waiting this long. You have to. 
Yeah, I think if you played if you played him last week, you're playing him this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I think you play him until. I I think you play him because How about Johnny Taylor or Jerome Ford. Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor. Just for upside, right? Like sometimes you just need yeah. a home run hitter. Although the Jags gave up four rushing yards or negative four rushing yards last week to James Cook, so yeah, they were they were asleep. That is true. All right, so we talked about Pittman, Downs, Johnny Taylor, Moss, Minshew in a pinch. Heading over to the other side of the ball, Etienne, absolutely. Kirk, I think we said absolutely. Ridley. Ridley had a good game last week. You got to just ride the roller coaster at this point. He's too good to sit. He's he's like uh, Ridley is very much like Jalen Waddle, where it's just like it, you're going to have duds, but the big ones are big, so keep it going. Yeah, and yeah, okay, I can agree with that. And what about T Law? I, I don't think you're thrilled with how he's playing. He's was in my top five quarterbacks, and he's making me look like a schmuck. But I, I think he has game. He just has to protect the ball. Honestly, he fumbles too much. I think this is a. I think this is a bounce back week for Trevor Lawrence. I think it's. I would play him over like if you have the 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 top like seven eight guys that you drafted like go with them but like like Matt Stafford or Trevor Lawrence like guys off the waiver wire like Jared Goff Gino like that level I think I'm playing Trevor over all of them. Perfect. All righty, the Justin Jefferson lists Vikings are minus two against the soaring Bears. Over under 44 and a half. What type of injuries do we have? Did I get I'm ready? I got it. I'm ready. <laughs> I was prepared. You can't call me out twice. Um, all right. The big news if you're not living under a rock, Justin Jefferson, he got placed on injured reserve. He's gonna be out the next four games. These next four games are important to see just how much they they bring him back. Um Jordan Addison's on here for hamstring, but it doesn't say anything about his practice. It just it literally says Addison could see additional opportunities over the next four weeks, but puts him questionable. So I it seems like he's fine. Uh Bear side, this is where it gets interesting. Cole Komet, he practiced Wednesday. He should be good to go. Roshan Johnson, concussion, non-participant in Wednesday's practice. If he doesn't clear a concussion protocol, which I I personally don't think he will, I, I don't think he's gonna play. Khalil Herbert, ankle. He had a high ankle sprain. It's looking like at least three weeks for him based on like tweets and stuff that I've seen. So it looks like both of those running backs are going to be out. Dang, there's a lot of games. Yeah. All right. So I have, I'll just go. I think that the Vikings might be in a tank mode. There's a bunch of rumors going around that Kirk Cousins might be, passed on via trade to another team based on his contract, based on the way that the team has started, based on other teams' needs for a quarterback, a.k.a. the Jets. I think the Bears plus two and a half kind of seems fishy to me as well. So I'm going to take the points. I like how the Bears the last two weeks, I think they might have found a little something with Justin Fields. Did I did – I, Freeze. I might have froze actually. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I, Again, I like, like the bear subscribe, plus like and the subscribe. <laughs> I need a new computer, listeners. Please, please, please subscribe. Write a review. Write a review that bashes us. I don't care. Just give us something else. Something. <laughs> James, what do you have? Please don't freeze. Um, I actually, I, I see this as a Bears money line. Um, I actually really, I, I like this game. It's the Vikings seem to be in like a weird free fall. They are the better team, but I'm going off vibes. Justin Fields has looked better. Bears have looked a little bit better. I also kind of like the over in this game. I think it could get – both defenses have been playing great, but division game, I'll take the points, and, and I'll even I'll, I'll even do the money line for the Bears. Yeah, for me, I, I'm going to piggyback off Scal. Like, if it is someone that is looking to tank, like, this is a fishy over-under – and I'm kind of on the other side. I don't think they're quite in tank mode yet. Oof. I think they're they're trying the Vikings. I think they're trying to I think they might try to find an identity without Jay Jeff and could maybe not look better, but find a way to get by and then bring him back. I don't I don't know. That that's what this line's telling me because the Bears have looked damn good the last couple weeks, and there's no reason they shouldn't be favored at home. So, if I had to pick the line, I would take the Vikings, but I'm just going to go with the over. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Addison, I think you talked about Addison a bunch. Yeah. I think you just. KJ, KJ Osborne, all fresh off the the waiver wire. Yeah. That's why I think you picked him up for this. I mean, he's he's flexy. We did. Yeah. We did. We're ready to play him. Um, Kirk Cousins. I think I think you still have to play him because if I think he'll throw forty times. Hawkinson. The Bears defense is so bad. Like you got to almost trust the process a little bit with them. Yeah, Hawkinson, you're you're firing him up. I think he, like I said earlier, I think he tends to see way more activity. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I need it. Way more activity with uh, Jefferson out. On the flip side, Fields is looking like the Fields that everyone anticipated him to look like. DJ Moore is getting better and better each week. We talked about Foreman a little bit, so we don't really need to dive too far into that. I think if Johnson doesn't play, I think Foreman – yeah, if he doesn't play, I think Foreman – he comes in and he he performs like we saw last year. He's been good. He's been – he was good last year. They picked him up in free agency. He hasn't played much this year, but he might have the backfield all to himself. I think he's a great start at RB2 this week. Yeah, fresh, fresh legs. So we'll see what happens with this game. We'll, you know, stick stick likes the Vikings if he had to pick. So we'll see who's right on that one. Anything else with that with that game? I, mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't know. Did we say Madison? Play Madison? Obviously, I, th- oh, I think you're playing him. I, I think yeah. you are playing him. I'm playing against him, so he might probably have a monster game. Look out for that. He's one of those <laughs> ones you're you, like you're forced to play him. Like there's a bunch of those guys. It's like I mean, yeah. he's got a good of a chance as any. Like unless you want to start taking stabs at like Zach Moss, it's like you choose Madison over Zach Moss. Don't get cute with it. Play the yeah. game. Right, right. Okay, so now we're going to Houston. Texans are hosting the Saints. 
minus one and a half. The Saints are minus one and a half in this game, over under 42 and a half. Any updates on injuries? How's Derek Carr looking? Derek Carr, one second, he wasn't on the one I had. Derek Carr has not been on the injury report, so he's fine. So it seems like he's going to be locked and loaded and playing. Uh, Chris Olave came onto the injury report, but he did practice limited on Wednesday, so he should be fine. He's dealing with a toe injury. Um, and then Texan side, Tank Dell, he did not practice Wednesday, and it's not expected to be available this Sunday. So, um, yeah. I, I so think we jinxed it. Tank Dell, man. He had two good <laughs> weeks, and then we all took him. Ever since we all took him. He goes, the mush boys. That's what we do. So shout out to anyone that started Tank Dell since we made that call. Um, Stick, what do you have in this game? This game, I am going with the Saints, even though I think it's another just fishy line. But I just think the Saints are a better team. They're going to start meshing more with Kamara coming coming in more and more. So I like their defense. I'm, I'm going Saints minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm a Kamara owner, as everyone should know by now. He's projected 18.7 points this week, so I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping for a big Kamara day myself. I took the Saints as well, minus one and a half. I think they looked great last week uh, against the Patriots at the Patriots. I think their secondary might expose Stroud a little bit. I think this is his first true, true test of a good secondary. So we'll see how he does. But I like the Saints here minus one and a half against a rookie quarterback. Dude, I I, I also found this line fishy. I honestly don't know what to think about it. I could see it going either way. Texans have looked frisky, but the Saints, I mean, literally butt-fucked the Patriots last weekend. So, like, that defense has been pretty damn good. So – I just ended up going with the under. I'm going to trust the Saints defense can can keep a rookie quarterback in check. And I, I if you if you made me choose, I would do Saints. But I also when you guys go first, I don't like being the third one to choose Saints minus one point five. So we'll change it up a little bit. I like it. So let's just guess on some props here. CJ Stroud over 250 passing yards. Under. Well, I think that's – I think it's – I think 250 is probably right, but I would take the under. I'd go over. Okay. Okay. That's, I, bi- that's biased. Yeah, I think I'm on the under train with that one. Kamara over 24.5 receiving yards. <laughs> I would probably I – would, I would take the over, but rece- – it's the hard part was receiving for running backs. He's like one of the few that should always do it, but I thought at, about CMC last week, and it's just like it was just a running game for him. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I would – I would. I mean, until it gets in the 30s, I don't see why I would take an under on Kamar receiving. Yeah. yeah, I even like his – based on his projection, I like his total yards, whatever his total yards are, probably 89, something around there. I, I think he's about to feast this game. If I'm being dead honest, yeah, so do I. And you know what? I will. I'll go out and say it. Like this guy was in that blockbuster trade that I tried to offer up today. So I was surprised uh, at the hesitation from the other owner. But you know, 
we'll, like I said, we'll give them another night to to think about it. All right, Saints, you're firing up Kamara. You're firing up Michael Thomas. Question Flex. I'm fighting. I don't like either receivers. I don't know, man. Like Derek Carr has not shown me shit this year. But Flex, yes. Like Michael Thomas is has a good floor. Just I don't know. Have you like I haven't liked what I've been seeing personally. Well, again, he had that injury, and all the the guy we follow on IG says it's about a two to three week lean more two weeks of impact. So this is his third week with the injury. So hopefully we see a little bit of an uptick, I would think. Out of car, right? Yes, out of car. Oh, yeah. I think I think Mikey Thomas is just like if you need 12 points, put him in. I don't, That's I don't what think I'm going gets, for. <laughs> yeah, like if you if you're confident with your lineups, like he won't I don't want to say he won't get you zero unless Derek Carr really fucks up. Like they're gonna throw him the ball. And Olave, I honestly don't know what to think. If you have him, you're probably gonna play him. Yeah, I, I mean, I you draft him in probably the third round. This, so this has to be a good breakout game for him. Like I'm, I'm expecting a big one from him too. That's the thing. I hope so. I have him in dynasty, and he's been a, yeah. always a starter. On the flip side, we talked about the Saints' defense. What about the receivers for? The Texans, like a Nico Collins. I think if I, I mean think with this over under, play. they got to do something with this over under in this line, right? You would, you would, the over under is forty two though. It's not like it's that much. Well, I, that means they're projecting like a twenty four twenty ball game. I think Nico's been hot. I feel like you can't jump away from him unless you got two to three really good options. Like he's right up there with like a, a Christian Kirk. A, again, we say Jordan Addison, he's kind of been the benchmark this episode. Like I think he's right in line with all of them so far this season. So it'd be yeah, hard. For I, me I would just him. be a little hesitant against Lattimore in my opinion. I can agree with that. Yeah. Okay. And this defense, like if this, if, Maybe maybe the Texans earlier in the year were just playing out their ass, and this is a humbling game. Like there, I think a world... this is their, their first one. Yeah, yeah. I this think... this there is a world where the Saints come in and kick the shit out of them because they have the defense still. Yep. So, so I, th- I think this is CJ's first like true test to see what the rookie can actually do. All right, who do we got next? We had the Commanders plus two and a half at the Falcons. 42 and a half is the over under. I can't really think of any injuries on this one. Who are they playing? Commanders versus who? Falcons. <laughs> Dude, this, this order for this thing is so fucking dumb. Oh, I passed them. Someone do their picks first while I find them. I can I'll go with mine. I think I'm riding the Falcons money line at home. They're undefeated at home this year. I think Ritter plays better at no home. No injuries. No injuries. Perfect. I didn't think so. I, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. I was trying to give you a couple extra seconds there. I appreciate but yeah, that. I, I think the Falcons at home, they like playing at home. I think this might be a big Bijan game, to be honest with you. And I'm hoping Drake London finds the end zone. Maybe he can do it at home. James, what do you have? Dude, I 
very similar to you, like Falcons at home. I think the Falcons are just a home team. Desmond Ritter plays better at home, like it or not. So I think they, I think Bijan can run and they're a sound football team. So I'll, I'll trust them at home and I'll lay the points. Yeah. I'm on the opposite end here. I'll, I'll take the commanders. I don't know why. I, I really don't. <laughs> Just one of those games, man. Hey, and sometimes those are the best games for you to pick. The ones you yeah. just have no fucking clue. Yeah, probably won't go near this game, but I, I, I just don't know why. I think the Commanders need to win to prove something. I don't know. I don't know why they have to. They have to win to stay relevant in the division if they even want to. Like, yeah, Eagles are Eagles are running away with it right now. And I think they need to stay relevant and get a win within the within the conference, especially if they want to sneak into the playoffs. So I don't mind the pick. I think it's a frisky pick, to be honest with you. It's close. I, I, I'm not so confident, Falcons. It's just my gut when I saw it. All right, fantasy implications. Let's start on the Falcons side. We've talked a lot about Drake London. Hopefully he demands the ball. I mean, Kyle Pitts looked had his best week of the year last week, 11 targets. So he looks good. Falcons offense looks better at home. Like, I, I think that is a trend that we're seeing. Okay. Obviously, Bijan, I think you can even play Algier based on the amount of workload he's been getting. Heading over to the commanders. Brian Robinson. Load him up. Scary Terry can't fight it. I like scary scary Terry Terry over Dotson for sure. Like, I I, like, oh, here's Nico Collins or Terry McLaurin. That's actually very close, in my opinion. I would agree with that. I think they're right around the same level. I think, I think I lean towards, I'll lean towards towards Terry. Terry. Yeah. I I would lean towards, I would lean towards Nico, but I guess it's dependent on Tank Dell. Um, what about who else do we just talk about? Olave or Scary Terry? Olave, yeah, I'll I'll take the upside. Not saying it can't happen, but I'll take the fact that Olave still hasn't had his breakout game, and they're playing the Texans. Okay, so you're firing up Scary in your flex, maybe. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely flexy. Logan Thomas could be a. He's been up and coming. Yeah. Now that's yeah. a fucking name. Now he, that's he, a fucking name. He he looked like the favorite target last week. That's he for was, sure. He was spotlighted on the pod a couple weeks ago by your boy. Yes, he was. Uh, the tight end whisperer himself, G Stick, coming up with the tight end that you should have picked up in your waiver wire three weeks ago. I mean, you yeah. guys made a comparison to him and who? Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, dude. Yeah. Jordan Reed, he's Stay healthy and you're going to be pretty good. Especially with a young quarterback, they love tight ends. Like, dude, I that's a great call. I, I, Logan Thomas, I'd play above a bunch of people. Just pray he makes it through the game because in the next three weeks, he probably will get hurt because that's what happens. Yeah. All right. So now we have to go on to the team that I can't figure out. I can't figure out why they stink. I don't know if they're tanking, what they're doing. There's, there's, there's people out there saying that. This is all part of uh, Belichick's plan is to tank and get Caleb and get Mac Jones out. I don't know what to believe. The Patriots are at the Raiders, plus three. 
over under 41 and a half. Stick, take it away. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, this one's tough. I'm just going to ride the team that's been, I don't even know about playing better, but actually winning. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Raiders money line. It's, I think this is toss up for sure. Yeah, I this even, is definitely I, one I think of the I, games. I think I like the under. I mean, oh, I didn't even see James took that. Sorry about that, but whoa, whoa. I mean, I I could just see this being a gross game, like the one we saw. That's exactly what, what I wrote. Mon- Monday night. <laughs> yeah, this will not be a part of any of my parlays. Like I'm borderline scared to take them in a pick them league or or anything. Like I might flip a coin at this point to see who who gets my pick, but right now it's the Raiders money line based on what I said on the intro of this segment. I don't love it, but I'm taking the Raiders money line. I got, I got under, I I wrote gross game. I don't exactly what you guys said. I don't know what to think of this. It's an old Belichick coach versus Belichick. That's normally good. The Patriots look horrible. I don't buy into this bullshit that this is all part of a master plan. That's that's Patriots fans that have that aren't used to losing this much like a normal NFL franchise. So their brains are just mashed potatoes right now. Like they're not used to <laughs> normal fandom. This this is what happens. Sometimes your team is just bad and you got to cycle through it. So, yeah, I like under. I don't know what to think. I, you would think Belichick would bounce back, but who the fuck knows? And I Raiders are OK. I don't know what to think of either of these teams. They're a proving game, both of them. Yeah, to be honest with you, I haven't seen much of the Raiders this year to truly know. I mean, I didn't watch Monday Night Football because we were watching the Phils, so I, I didn't watch didn't watch any of that game. I didn't have any fantasy implications, so it really didn't matter to me who won, lost, drew that game. I, I didn't really care. So if we go to the Patriots, I think the only startable person, maybe two, maybe two. But the only startable person, in my opinion, would be Stevenson. The other guy I would question is Hunter Henry. Yeah, he just but Hunter's also not been good recently. Yeah, dude. Well, he like, played. That's... He played against the Saints, and we did call that out that the Saints yeah. are a pretty good tight end. But Max got to throw it to someone or Zappy, whoever decides to to play. Like, I, like, but I I would play. How about like Cole Komet or Hunter Henry? Well, I think Cole Komet, obviously, in that situation. How about like, uh, like Dalton Schultz, who had a good right, game about, last week. He plays the Saints this week, so that's fair. Chig. Oh, I would probably play Hunter Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. How about Johnu Smith? Man, I love me some John U. I do love me some John U. I know you do. <laughs> probably John U. I probably like. Yeah, you might be forced. I don't know. Like, I I wouldn't like it, but who the fuck knows? The, I, the Patriots have to score more than three points this game. You would think so. Yeah, and on the flip side, you're playing Jacobs, Adams, and Jacoby Myers. Yeah, that's it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, pre- pretty simple. I mean, we we don't have much more to say on this. I don't think this nope. game. Yeah, nope. I think we can, I think we can scoot. All right, James. Here we go. Eagles minus seven at the Jets. Over under forty one and or sorry, just forty one. 
What do you take on this game? Because I don't believe there's any injuries to speak of on no, this no, one. I just checked. There really isn't. Uh, last game we didn't say, but there also really wasn't. Juju Smith-Schuster might not play, but who the hell cares? Uh, but for this game, there, I, I took Jets plus seven. Obviously, I kind of hope I'm wrong on that, but I just it's it, I, I I like what Scal wrote. I don't know if it's a look ahead game, but it's just like the Jets vibes have been getting better. I think they're rallying around the fact that Zach's been playing a little bit better. It's like us against the world. They have a good defense. Like I, I think this could be kind of a kind of a rock fight game. I think the Eagles win, but I think the Jets can make it competitive. Uh fun fact. The Eagles, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets in the history of the NFL. So, you know, you can take that to the bank if you want. But I don't know. If I if you made me choose the spread, I would take I would take the touchdown spread. But Eagles have been a wagon, so who knows? Yeah, I actually caught the script. Roger sent the script, unfortunately, to my house this week. And I have the Jets plus seven because this is a look ahead game. They play the Eagles, that is. The Eagles play Miami next week. They're trying to gear up for that. I I, I see this as a closet look-ahead game. I, I believe that. I There's at least one or two of these events that happen each and every year, and this is the one I'm picking out. I, I think it's a perfect time for, you to, for me to call this game out. I think the Jets, I didn't know that they were uh, – <laughs> Ofer against the Eagles. So Ofer. I, I don't know about I think the Eagles can still somehow find a way to win this game, even though they are looking ahead. And I think seven's just too much to cover. So that's my pick. I'm not calling it the lock of the year, but it's it's my look ahead game of the year. Yeah, I'm kind I'm kind of opposite here. I I, I don't think it is because I think they know. Well, first off, I like the locker room in with the Eagles. They have a lot of veterans paired with a lot of their young guys. And Brees Hall is not going to run for 180 yards like he did last week against this D-line. This game is going to be in the trenches. The Jets also have good trenches, but I don't see them overmatching the birds there. And I the reason I don't think it's a real look-ahead game is because the Eagles schedule just only gets tougher after even Miami. Like it just really does. They, I think they need to just keep winning games while they can, because there could be, there's a lot more tougher games out there that they know that they realistically could actually lose. So that's kind of just my thought on it just to kind of play devil's advocate on that. God, I no, you just, right. you just wrote birds here. Are you, are you laying the points or are you going money line? No, I would, I'm laying the points. Minus seven. Hmm. Interesting. I did say that the Eagles would win, but I just think seven's a lot for them to cover. Yeah. I, I see your point, though. I, I Usually when you see these games, they don't have a harder schedule after the following week, but I think the Eagles definitely do have a harder schedule. After yeah, we're about to go through a gauntlet after this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see who who the Eagles really are after this game. So I don't think you're not starting anyone on the Eagles. Hurt, yeah. Hurts, Swift, Smitty, Goddard, AJ. Don't, don't overthink it. Yep. 
and the Jets. Are you playing Wilson? Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last week, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, he's kind of in that same range as, like, throw out some names. Drake London or uh, Garrett Terry, Wilson? Terry, Terry McLaurin or Garrett Wilson? God, I hate that. <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Well, to me, I think just because I, I have Garrett him. <laughs> I, I think you still have to trust. Like James said, the the Jets are rallying around what Zach Wilson has been doing the last couple of weeks. Now, granted, last week I don't think he threw for a touchdown, maybe one, but he's looked better at least. And if there's one thing that the Eagles – don't really guard well against it's it's their secondary because they're banged up. Now they still have big play slay, and I don't I don't think he follows so, and he doesn't go into the slot. So if Garrett Wilson goes to the slot, they work motion. I think you can start Garrett Wilson. What about uh, Jacoby Myers or Garrett Wilson? To me, I love Jacoby Myers has been a beast. <laughs> Jacoby Myers. Oh, we didn't even mention this. Jacoby Myers. This is a, a revenge game. Oh yeah, for the Raiders. Oh yeah, Lo- load him up. Yeah, so, I'm just saying he did. He scored what one touchdown yeah, in his yeah. tenure with the Patriots, and now he's already got what four for yeah. the Raiders. So maybe, yeah, maybe I, I do. Jacoby. Wow, I just thought of that. Yeah, I have one for Garrett. Garrett Wilson or Nico Collins. Nico, really? I just because of the matchup. I go Garrett. With the matchup, then you should be saying Garrett. Uh, well, I guess Marshawn or Slay. Yeah, they both suck. I think Mar- I, Marshawn you're in a tough follows. position with Garrett. Marshawn follows. Yeah. So, uh, Brees I- Hall. You got to just, it's a tough run defense, but he's been too good. You got to load him off. Yeah. And you do not start Dalvin Cook. What about Tyler Conklin? <laughs> if you need a tight end, we say the birds stink against tight ends. Conklin hasn't been terrible. I think they righted the ship with that a little bit because the last couple of weeks, they've looked. Did Tyler Higby do anything last week? No, he but it was, the, do it was the Cop and Puka show. Yeah, Kate Otten didn't I, do anything. I still think he got double digits, Hegby. I would play I would play Hunter Henry over Conklin. I would agree with that. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the line. Yeah. That'd be that'd suck to pick from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll see who's right about the look ahead or because I I see your point, Stick. When I said look ahead to the Miami, their schedule after Miami is pretty fucking tough, too. So maybe it's like, hey, get the wins while you can, which now you're making me second think it. But I'm going to stick with my gut on that one. But I, I definitely see your point. Yeah, I think that's just what they've been doing all year so far. That's why they're undefeated. Like, you got to get these wins while you can because, shit, it gets yeah. tough. All right, so the Cinderella story, Lions minus three at the Buccaneers, 43 and a half points. Give me some good news on Mikey Evans. I don't have good news because he was a non-participant and went on Wednesday, but Wednesday is veteran rest day. Like, 
Most of these guys don't play anyway. So keep an eye out Thursday, Friday. I think he's going to play personally. Um, on the line side, Jameer Gibbs hamstring. And it said Wednesday that he probably won't know until Friday if he's healthy enough to play. So you got to check Friday. Either way, not great vibes. Amonrod was a – he practiced on – I'm sorry, Greg. Yeah, that's, that's all right. At so least, hey, at least A-Chain got hurt. I, I don't want I don't, I don't to wish evil on anybody, but it just made me feel better. I bet. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, Amonrod, this one's kind of tricky. He did practice on Wednesday. If you're an Amara, just for football in general, like we need him to be okay because when you have an abdomen injury and it holds you out, that's very close to the, the hernia and you need surgery for that. So let's pray he's going to be fine. He's going to make it through this game and he's going to be fine the rest of the year. But he did practice Wednesday, which is a really good sign. Yeah, I think he was close to playing last week and they they held him out because they were playing the Smart. Panthers. So, yeah, for... For these picks, James, why don't you go ahead first? Yeah, this one, I have Bucks plus three. Um, just because I kind of like – Bucks have been frisky in there and home dogs I, I like choosing. Um, it really, wouldn't surprise me, obviously, if the Lions won, but I, I think the Bucks could make it tough on them, so I'll take the points. Yeah, Stick and I are on the same wavelength this time around. Lions money line. I don't feel like laying the points just because of that. They they're going up against the Bucks. They Bucks are at home. Bucks are coming off a bye. I still like their defense. I love their linebackers. They're arguably the best linebackers in the game right now. Duo that is. I I like the Lions, but I don't love the Lions in this one. Stick, why'd yeah. you take them? I mean, I kind of echo that as well. I just think defensively they've been playing much better. And they're, they're kind of – they have a good good enough offense, right? David Montgomery's running well, and then when they need to pass, they have they have Amonra if he plays, and then Sammy Laporta, baby, number one tight end in the league. So, he is. He did make that jump. He fucking is. <laughs> he made that <laughs> jump. And thank God he wasn't in your bet. Even though I think <laughs> I think Chig, I, yeah I think Chig is uh, maybe fortieth out of forty one, <laughs> so um, yeah we're still holding on to hope with that bet for the lines for the lines you obviously have to be checking the rest of the week and into the weekend on the key guys Jameer and Amon Ra. You're obviously starting David Montgomery. Have yeah. to. Without a doubt. He is the new Jamal Williams. He's on pace for more touchdowns than Jamal was last year, which is scary. I think personally he's a better runner than Jamal Williams. So I no problem starting him. What about golf? I I like golf. I golf this might be a tough matchup, but golf's been so good. I, I don't think I don't think he's gonna hurt you. He's like, he's like the thirteenth quarterback. Like, if, if that makes sense, you know, like yeah. him and like Matt Stafford close. I'd play maybe, like they'd be kind of right around. Same with like Kirk Cousins and Gene, like kind of that range. And I think I'd like golf over each of them just because that offense has been humming. 
And yeah, obviously, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Stafford over all of them, but other than Stafford, I would agree. That's fair. Yeah, Stafford with his with his boyfriend back is pretty hard to pass up. It's very true. So then over to the Bucks, you're playing Godwin, Rashad yeah. White. Yeah. How's Godwin been doing? It, he's, I think he's, he's like, is he like a Mikey Thomas like floor kind of guy? I feel like, like Yeah. I, it, it's hard to say because Godwin runs probably between five and twelve yard routes all the time. He doesn't get anything more than that. So it depends what type of mood Baker's in. Does he want to sling the damn thing downfield to Mikey Evans, or does he want to take the safe play, get the five to twelve yard, you know, crossing or hitch routes? It I think Godwin is a steady Eddie five to seven catches for fifty to sixty five, seventy yards max. Playable. All right. That's I, I don't think yeah, yeah, Mikey Thomas, I can't tell Mikey you the last Thomas. time he got in the end zone. I know. Yeah, he's not going to. Yeah. So, and obviously monitor Mikey Evans. How about Rashad White? Yeah. Yeah. I I like him a lot. Yeah. He he gets all the work. So you, yeah, it's yeah. He's you gotta love the volume. He he could be gonna play this week. Yep. Love that. All right. Going on to the said Matt Stafford Rams. They are at home against the Cardinals, they are minus seven. The Rams are minus seven over under 48 and a half. Did Cooper Cup suffer any setbacks in last week's game? He is healthy as an ox, looking he like the number one overall pick. Did nothing. The only injury I got for this game right now is James Conner was placed on the injured reserve. He's going to be out four weeks. Nice. Okay. What? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I have the Cardinals, the Cardinals place James Conner with a knee on injured reserve Tuesday. He'll be out four games. Wow. And today's Wednesday. Where the fuck have I been living? Okay. Well, anyway. D. Macari. Yeah. <laughs> so I have the over in this game. I think that Cooper Cup is going to have a monster game again. I like whatever he has. I don't even care. I, I would tease it all the way up to 100 yards and probably, I don't know what his catches are, but I would take eight plus at this point because he's back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Rams minus seven. I also like the over too, but I just think the Rams are going to, start slinging the ball. And obviously Kyron Williams is good too. It's going to open it up for him as well. So I I just think this offense is a lot better than people thought. And a lot of that's to do with Puka, right? So the boy wonder if, if they stay healthy, they can, they can throw with, with the best teams in the league. I'm with, I'm with the Rams too. Minus seven. They, they typically own the Cardinals. Um, I think this is a good bounce back game and they won't take the Cardinals lightly because it's a division game. So I think they roll them. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what they do without James Conner. He is their every down back type of guy. So I don't know what this other guy, what he has in store, but 
I guess we'll get a good look this weekend. <laughs> I mean, he's sneaky, going up against Aaron Donald. Sneaky pick of a guy I liked last year, little Rondale Moore. He he gets us some time in the backfield. Oh God. No, this deep, guy deep leagues, six, 16 team leagues. Yeah. <laughs> deep leagues. Yeah. yeah, until he gave you a goose egg and then you never started him again. Like, goose. <laughs> All right. So, people in the Cardinals, I think if you picked him up, you probably needed him. I still don't know his name. James can give it again. Amari DiMarcado. Okay. You're going to probably start him if you had to pick him up. If you had James play- Donner. I play him over like Zach Moss. I I think he's I think he might get all the work. Yeah, I I just don't know anything about this guy. If he's a catcher or or like I, Un, I have... undrafted rookie. Well, so was Austin Eckler. So he's got yeah. that going for him. Uh, and Marquise Brown. I think those are the only two people that you start on that. Uh, Zach Ertz. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Zach Ertz. You got to play. And I Hollywood. I think is. I, I think he's gonna have a, a pretty good game. Like he's he's been pretty damn good so far. Yeah, sneaky. He's I think he's undervalued. I mean, he's the number one receiver. He gets targeted the most right now. I think Zach with Zach Ertz and what Goddard did last week. I think if they mimic that, then Zach Ertz could have a big game. On the Ram side, you are playing Kyron. You are playing. We talked a lot about Matt Stafford, so I don't think we have to dive into that one anymore. You're playing Cooper Cup. You're playing Puka. You're playing Higby. Higby's yeah. eh, but like you can play him. Yeah. Okay. I, I have I have one thing to say about Kyron Williams, and it's only been one game, but I'm a big owner in Kyron. I think I got him in like every league I had. It worries me after week one that I think a lot of the passing work he was getting is now going right to Cooper Cup. I don't think it's taken away from Puka at all. I think it, I think they literally just said, oh, here's seven targets that Kyron Williams was getting. You take yeah. it. Yeah. So that does concern me. I think he's a great place still. I just – I think what he was getting, which was like this 20 points a week because he was hitting the end zone and catching all these balls, I think that's kind of going to take a hit. But he's still the lead back. They like to run. Just temper your expectations with Kyron. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I texted I texted uh pups during the game last week, and I said, "My God, do I miss that man, Cooper Cup?" Just watching him, it's like every play he he's getting peppered. So I definitely miss having Cooper Cup. I'll I'll trade my whole team for him. I don't even care. He's afraid. All right, so all right, cool. We're on Sunday night football. We're we're moving. We're getting there. Yeah, two more games. All right, and you know what? This one's going to be a snooze fest anyway. So the Giants, the fucking Giants, the stink Giants, 14-point underdogs at the Bills, over under 44-and-a-half. Is Danny Dimes playing? That's a great question, Scalp. Let me just scroll down. And I, Oh, I thought I thought Stick might have, like, an input. Don't you have him on your team, or did you drop him? Uh, I, I'm I'm not playing them. I don't think either way. So I didn't really look. Let's see. All right. So the the giant coach Brian Dable says Wednesday that Jones neck won't participate in practice on Wednesday. So again, rest day. But take a look. Uh, Darren Waller he expects to practice Thursday after this Wednesday. Uh, Saquon practiced on Wednesday, so I think he's in line to play. Nice. Wow. Okay. Tyrod Taylor's the backup. Little revenge game. 
God. <laughs> yeah. A little revenge sure. game for Tyron. Sure. Sure. Book it now. I have I have the under 44 and a half. I don't see the Giants moving the ball, even with the injuries that are on the Bills defense that came away from London. I did put in parentheses, though, I might change based on Saquon. So if Saquon plays, I can see the Giants maybe getting 10 points, and then I can see, I can honestly see the Bills getting 35. So I could see it going <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> but without Saquon and if Danny Dimes doesn't play, I don't see them scoring. So I can see them putting up another goose egg. Yeah, I, I'm just going to ride the Bills, and I, I even – I don't like the 14 points, so oh, I moved it down pussy. to the 13 and a half because I'm a guy. You're such a pussy. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, he doesn't he want to push. Down, He'd rather a win than a push. He's down a point five. You would. I mean, you know? if you think about it, like it's better than a push if it, if it goes to 14. I'm just, look, if you're actually betting this, <laughs> sure, but like – for our picks, I if they right, no, no nothing because if I say it, it'll actually happen, they'll exactly happen. <laughs> go ahead say <laughs> so I can bet the third. No, I won't say anything. Greg, want to continue with your reasoning? Yeah, I was just gonna say I, I think I mean Steph Diggs is gonna do his thing. James Cook bounce back game. Let's let's uh, let's just ride the Bills here. I'll take the extra point five. I got Bills minus 14. I will not put my money on the goddamn Giants. So that's basically the only reason. And the Bills are really good, obviously. I think the only startable people are Saquon, if he plays, obviously. Darren Waller, if he plays. Especially, I will say Darren Waller looks a little bit more he looked better. like a start because the linebacker, Milano, is out for the year for the Bills. So... That opens up the middle a little bit. A little bit. You got to play him. If you have him, like, you're not going to start Dalton Kincaid over him. Like, you got to play Waller. Correct. And on the Bills, Steph, Cook, uh, Josh, Gabe Davis. Had a good game last this week. Could, this I could be another big game. He scored, he scored in four straight weeks. I just worry a little bit with the spread and stuff. Like, like do, I don't know. Like, will they eat unless he scores early, which he easily could? It's like if they get up twenty-one nothing. Like, are they taking shots to Gabe Davis? Because that's really all he does is the deep ball. That's my only fear. I, he, I think he's a fine play. Just I don't like these big spread games for like the the big play hitter because it could. What if James Cook just runs all over and it's like, yeah, we don't need to throw to our secondary option. Yeah, just be honest with this one. If if I'm watching this game on Sunday night, I'll probably go to bed at halftime because I think the yeah, game, high likelihood. I think the game's going to be over at halftime. So at least that's uh, we got that going for us. Heading into Monday night football, we have the Fraud Boys minus two at the Chargers over <laughs> under fifty and a half. I'm gonna go to James with this one because. I'm curious at your pick. You want me to do injuries first? I really couldn't think of. Of course, he's 99%. Should be playing. Shit, our new toy. (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of it fantasy-wise. 
So I took Cowboys minus two. Um, this was a tough one because I, when I saw it, obviously I, I, I'm going to be watching this game no matter what I better choose, and I'm rooting hard for my L.A. Chargers. But the Cowboys have shown they can bounce back after a bad game. I think I, I think they have enough pride overall to, to beat the Chargers. I think they're a more talented team, if you want to put it that way. Chargers also find ways to lose. We talked about this in the past that they just can't figure out how to consistently win football games. So I'll take the Cowboys in a bounce back effort. They have to be pissed the fuck off. It's either that or this is their season. Like if they don't win, if they roll over and die on this one, they're done. Like why would they? I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. I think there's, I think the NFC is too wide open. So I'll take the Cowboys and minus two. Yeah. I was just didn't like the line in this one at all. So I would, I'm just going to take the over and think it's going to be a shootout. It's my opinion. <laughs> let's hope. Because, yeah. Let, let's hope that I have, I mimic that I have over 50 and a half. I, I didn't love the line either. I agree with what James said. Cowboys are pissed. They're embarrassed, most likely, of how they played last week. But the Chargers, somehow, some way, find a way to fucking lose almost every game. Like, they always make a game close. They don't blow teams out. They usually do some stupid-ass mistake in the last quarter or the last half of the game to, to put themselves in a bad spot. I'll tell you what. And I need someone to get up to PA for it because I am putting money on a Micah Parsons touchdown this week. <laughs> I think I can see a strip sack fumble recovery touchdown. I mean, that's a lot. Maybe someone else strips it and he picks it up and runs, but I just I'm seeing it. And I he's pissed. He's very pissed. And he has a, he has every right to be. I mean, I did call his two and a half points last week, and this week I'm going to call a touchdown, and it's going to really, really piss off Dano because it's going to be my last player in our matchup, and hey, maybe maybe the- even a little screen pass he picks off. Yeah, something. I, I just think Micah gets in the end zone. That's my spicy pick of the week. So, Cowboys, who yeah. you playing? I, I think it's still kind of easy with them. It's you got to play Pollard. You got to play CD. Even did you hear what uh, Jerry Jones said about CD Lamb? No. He they were talking about like hey like they, he was he was on like sports radio and they were like oh like do you think you should get the ball to CD Lamb more? And he was like I don't know I kind of like throw into the tight ends like he gave like a very like whatever comment about it. It's like what the fuck are you? T- yeah. <laughs> he also said that he's in a good way or a good spot with with Dak as the quarterback. So yeah, you definitely. Well, you know what? I will say if there's a week to play Dak, I, it could be this week because high over under coming off yeah. of last week's performance. I see him throwing the ball a lot. I think you gear up. They're receivers too like i know a lot of people gave up on brandon cooks i don't know if he's hurt i have no idea but i think for monday night i i think to get dak out of this head frame that he's in i you might dial up a go route to brandon cooks and just throw it and see if it goes 
plus squeaky wheel from CD. He was pissed after that game that they didn't use him. I mean, someone's got to throw him the ball. So I, I do tend to agree with you a little bit on the Dak thing. I think you can play him. I think, this, like you said, if this is a week, he's going to do it. Um, Jake Ferguson's also another one that he's been solid. I think you can easily play him. Yeah. Yep. yep. And Pollard, obviously. So going into the Chargers, Herbert Eckler, if and when he does play, Keenan Allen has been an absolute wagon this year. Big game from Keenan this week. I I, I think it, it's going to happen. Um, then, then you get a little murky with Palmer or Quentin Johnston. Like, I, I don't think you find room to play those two, even with the big, big over under. Because Eckler, you I, have to if 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 Eckler's actually back back and he's been out for what three four weeks, he's yeah. going to get a lot of receptions. So, like, I disagree slightly. I don't think you can play Quentin Johnston. Though, to your point, Scott, you said it before, this is the time, if any, after a bye week. Like, that's the time rookies get a little more accoladed. You mentioned it with, with JSN and the Seahawks. So, maybe. But, like, I think Josh Palmer's a fine play in that kind of flex territory area. With this high over-under and it being in L.A., He's been the clear number two, so I I don't I don't hate the Josh Palmer play one bit if you if you're forced to play him. Yeah, I think they love Josh Palmer. I don't I don't know why, but they do. Oh, that's a fair point. Fair point. All right, so we didn't do a lot of props because they weren't up. So we gave you a lot of inside information as far as what we think is going to happen we say who's going to have a bigger game whatever the case is so this is going to be a little bit different we gave you all of our game picks but for our greatest lock i mentioned it in the beginning of the episode we're gonna put it on our instagram correct james yeah we will once we will look out for it probably i don't know like friday or saturday We'll probably have it up, though I will be at a music festival this weekend, so I'm going to need my two co-hosts to really hammer into me to put that on. Yeah. Uh, Once the lines come out, I will give you my lock of the week, that's for sure. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. And look, long long episode, but there's a lot of games. We're we're trying to put these out a little earlier, so you guys are going to have time this week to to digest this episode a little bit. We're not making you listen to a two-hour episode on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the goal going forward is at least hopefully get it out to you minimum Friday mornings so that, you know, you can have the day Friday. And if you choose to listen over the weekend, you go for it. But other than that, and we and we and we timestamp. So it's like if you need to go listen to what we think about each one of these games, like go fast forward to whatever one you're you're questioning on or between two guys or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we're on we're on Spotify, we're on Apple. Please like and subscribe there. We're, we're on Instagram, the greatest team on paper. Give us a like, give us a DM. Drop us a review. I want to see a review. We haven't had one in a while. Yeah, we've had a couple, but and we thank the people that did give us ones. But we we don't mind you know interacting and hearing good things, bad things, things we need to work on, yeah. everything like Poke that. Poke some fun at us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we've gotten some feedback about the Broncos, so. We we tried our very best this this week to to steer clear of them, but it's hard. <laughs> that, that was as nice as I can be. I don't know what yeah. you want me to do. I I have to be a journalist at some point. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I will say, stick, stay safe tomorrow, but enjoy every second of that game. I mean, I can only imagine what the bank is going to feel like tomorrow. I better see you on TV. Oh, dude, it's going to be so fun. Apparently, apparently, if the D-backs end up winning the night, it's going to get flexed to 8 o'clock, so that'd be huge. Oh, my God. Let's go, oh, wow. Diamondbacks. Wow. That, that would be huge. Huge and not huge because then I'll, I'll also have – because I have a couple guys going tomorrow night, so it'll be oh, – I didn't a, even think about that, but yeah. I'll have a dual screen up, but yeah. Yeah, you got to have the laptop up. Have fun. Don't do anything stupid. Uber. Because we Uber, we no free ads, but Uber. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think that's a universal one that we should always <laughs> give out as advice. But anything else, fellas? You got anything for the listeners? I think I'm good. Pleasure hope, as hope always, you, boys. Hope you enjoyed the app. Pleasure as always. Love football. I hope we all win in fantasy. Hope everyone listening wins in fantasy, unless I'm playing against you. Good luck, everybody. Yep, go yeah, Phils. Yeah, go Phils. All right, fellas. No fails.